This is a podcast about music, our thoughts, other people's thoughts, your thoughts, drinks, masochism, but generally music. Toaster Roast is your weekly local music review show, hosted by yours truly, Francis Brew, and me, Kim. We have very special guest commentators from the music industry and a lot of surprises for you guys, so come and Toaster Roast with us. Toaster Roast is powered by Globe Studios. Yeah, what's up? What's Welcome up? to Enslaved. Oh, yeah, oh, one of our yeah, greatest yeah, episodes. Crazy. Enslaved. <laughs> a Globe Studios podcast. How how was how was your year in movies, guys? How was 2020 in films? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm I'm not as enthused uh, with movies as I was with TV. I really spent most of the, my time watching TV. Yeah. And then whenever critics would say, oh, this movie's so great, then I'd watch it and be like, what the? Is that Wonder Woman? Um, maybe. <laughs> a few, a few. A few. And then friends, someone would tweet, I loved it. And I would just like, oh. That, that happened to me a lot also this year. <laughs> Yung parang, you know what I watched last night? I watched Bean Bowl. Did you guys watch Bean Bowl? No, it yeah. looks like such a downer. Okay, it's two nights such ago, a open fucking it. depressing movie, no? Oh, super. <laughs> Parang, wow. Parang this is almost as depressing as 2020. I um, know, no, like, you know what? 2020 is exactly the year that, you know, UP film students have dreamed of. <laughs> are, are you mga basta mga... small and medium-sized films oh, are basta parang abolish, ano, abolish Hollywood, destroy the, ano, the system, and ano, enough of these... Ano, um, Parang generic big tentpole movies and wow. and that's, this is exactly what happens. So Insert this is the Martin Scorsese joke here, everyone. Yeah, so he's too happy with pretend it's a city. Eh? <laughs> he keeps giggling. Having said that, I mean, this being the film snobs fantasy year. Whoa. Um, I I did like it. I like the, I like the year in cinema, but. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, sana, you know, parang one-off, once-in-a-blue-moon kind of thing. Um, you really, you know, I think you really need that, um, the popcorn big tentpole um, oh, yeah. films in order to kind of, like, appreciate the, the, the smaller movies. The, the, there were some, there were some odd choices for the big Hollywood movies, and of course we'll talk about that. Um, but what we're saying I, is diversity matters. Yeah, absolutely. We, we need that. also... You know, you're, you subtract all the big popcorn. You'll mm-hmm. miss it then. So I agree with Mel. I, I enjoyed television more than movies this year. But I think my list of of movies for 2020 is the more personal list. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In the sense that my number one has not appeared in any top 10 list I've seen so far. <laughs> I was reviewing our old episode... 2019 and then our I, I see your list quark on letterbox and it's just even my letterbox lists of past years parang i it, 2020 just left me wanting where there was no clear there were no clear like overwhelming winners for me except for one movie and we shall get to it later wait but so you I, saw my list now no, 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 for past movies. Uh, past okay, movies. Okay, yeah, yeah. For past years, like 2017 was so strong. 2018, 2019. Quark's trying to remember. Did I post my list already? Then, okay. I did. I'm looking at my letterbox now with my list. Because last week, both of you told me you don't check letterbox. So I'm like, 
<laughs> it's easier. It's more pretty to to read also. So, I know. <laughs> yeah, I tweeted earlier that I made making the list. I surprised myself by what's on it, but I also parang arbitrary na in top five. Because I'm I'm solid with my top ten, but the ranking is like iffy. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, on a different day in a different mood, the top five, the top four or five, five. could probably mm-hmm. switch places. But yeah, I mean, the things that maybe might be expected by cineasts, I think, will be disappointed. So maybe that personal side of it also uh, comes into account. I wanted to ask you guys: Did you notice any themes in your lists? Because I I noticed that mine, mine were I really gravitated towards movies that that were about being rootless and searching for homes and all of that. Oh, baka that's why you were found it. You found it one thing. <laughs> my, baka nagravitate to those themes <laughs> because of the because of the year. Yung yung list ko naman ano tatlo yung documentary for the first time. Like wow. usually it's only one. But Ay, uh, okay, sige. There, there are three documentaries. Uh, but uh, one of the things I did want to ask was uh, Mel's usual question, which is, what was your did your criteria change this year? I I ranked mine by will I want to see this again and. I know if I really liked it if I spent two hours after watching the movie just reading articles on it or watching YouTube videos. And then the next day, posting on the group saying, oh my God, this movie's amazing. And um, yeah, th- that was my rank. That was my basis. No scientific method whatsoever. Pure heart. Length of letterbox <laughs> review and length, length, of, ano, length of time we discussed it on the show. <laughs> so, and it's weird because we all saw the same movies. I think this is like the first year you could really say na pretty much all the movies we saw this year we you know <laughs> you've seen it and Ramon has seen it and mm. so it's it's interesting because yung ado pilian is is definitely going to be you you'll see the personality of the person right so what's my really? personality yeah. oh my okay for, uh, for me my criteria <laughs> I found um, well as to Mel's earlier question. I noticed that I had a lot of horror in my list this year. <laughs> and, um, but it was also sort of like that last year. It's been a strong couple of years, I think, for especially mm. auteur-driven horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year when I was looking at my list, I noticed also na as I was ranking them, parang my criteria shifted more towards films that I would think I would enjoy returning to. Whereas before, parang equal lang yung you know sometimes a, a movie like Bean Pole nga would be really good but so bleak and depressing na, yeah. I don't I don't know when I'm gonna ever watch this again diba? parang ganon <laughs> so parang those types of movies I noticed were like slipping not going so much into the so it's a kind of a pleasant list if you mm-hmm. if, if yeah, I, I describe it that way um, maybe because as a reaction nga to such an awful year diba? with, with such terrible yeah. circumstances. <laughs> Parang I tried to make it like almost comfort food for myself. So maybe that's why the my cineast card will get revoked. I put documentaries in a separate list. Okay. I okay. think I've discussed this. This also, I think, happened last year with me. Now. I think it's so. It's difficult for me to kind of um, judge the documentaries with the fictional narratives against one another because you can manipulate the narrative with mm. with the other one and there's more of a, a sort of inherent uh 
shall we say, significance when something is a true story as opposed to diba, something made up. You don't have to almost work as hard to kind of convince or land some gravitas in sand. So that's why, yeah, there my, my documentaries, some of which would have been on my top 10 of the year, they're on a different list entirely. Which which saves you guys because otherwise I would have had like three ties. So same mechanics as the last episode, Quark, where we yes. each um, go by by number and then whoever has a higher placing of the movie, we defer to that person later on. Yep. Yo. So Absolutely. who shall start? Not me, because it's always me. Uh, Ramon. All right. So my number 10 is a very small indie film called The Climb. Oh, you saw ah. that. Oh. It's on, it's on my list. It's like I have six films left to see and The Climb is there along with the Vitalina Varela and all, all those other things. So that's the biking, the biking movie. Yeah, right? the biking it's, movie. It's actually not. But the, but the screenshot is so, a bike. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, it's the screenshot of everything. In fact, I sent the film to Miguel thinking it was a, 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 a cycling film. But it's just the... It's just one scene that they're, they happen to be doing it. But what it really is, is the story of this semi-toxic friendship between two men over the years. And it's it's shot really interestingly. Uh, there's lots of long takes. Each scene is basically one long scene. And it's chapters and chunks. And it was written by the two leads who are both actors and directed by one of them. Uh, in fact, the guy who directed it is one of the bad guys in the Tom Hanks movie News of the World. Oh. And there were a which number one? of films. Which one? The main guy who was sort of hunting them. Okay, okay. Okay, so uh, there were a couple of movies last year that were written by and directed by actors as sort of showcases for themselves. And a number of them were horrors, like uh, Scare Me. Um, then... There was also the rom-com Shithouse. Mm. And mm. A, a bunch of uh, them... Was he the director, the guy there? Yeah. No. Yeah, the lead uh, was the, the writer-director. And a lot of the times, you can really feel that whole, this is a showcase for my acting uh, uh, you know, factor. And while that's also present in this one, it was more impressive just from like a filmmaker standpoint. Because yun nga, parang damning long takes, very interesting camera work. Um, but also just uh, I liked the the angle and how dark it could go and the humor also it's really funny and yeah it had it, even though it's like an American production it was very influenced also by European film so I was pleasantly surprised by it it had that feeling of like the indies of the 90s that you were excited with I was so nice. wrong I thought it was a documentary on cycling <laughs> uh, I thought no. Well, I knew it wasn't a docu, but I thought yeah, it was also about like two friends doing one long cycle ride. Right. But yeah, it turns out uh, I was wrong. <laughs> but Miguel liked the movie anyway. I-, I can go next because I okay. can connect to Ramon. Go. Because he mentioned News of the World, and that's my number ten. News ah. of the World. Um, ah, counted by as a ano, twenty twenty movie. Yun? They had a theatrical yeah. release because in December, oh, so it counts. Okay. Um, definitely they're chasing Oscar kasi. yeah Oscar Cloud <laughs> it's a big Oscar movie with a capital O but I don't know if it'll get there did you notice that Tom Hanks had a pretty good dad year dad movie year yeah 
both his movies are ones I wish I saw in a the theater. Exactly. That when you tweeted that, Roman, I was like, punching my fist in the air. I know. Yes. Exactly. Diba? Yeah. So news of the world. I didn't know what the movie was gonna be about. I honestly thought it was set in the forties again because that's what he usually does. 1940s World War II stuff, but it's it's a Western. It's set in the aftermath of the Civil War. He plays a, a captain who goes around different states reading news because um, back in the day, not a lot of people could read. And then um, it's like the road and Logan rolled yeah. wow. into one with a little dances with wolves here and there. With a little last of what us. What the hell? <laughs> Game on. Right, Ramon? It's Logan. And then the road, because the road is perilous. The journey is perilous. Um, it's about survival. It's about relationships. It's about a, uh, an adoptive father and daughter story. Um, and it's a great action. I mean, when the action gets going, galing talaga ni Greengrass yeah. mag, mag stage yeah. ng action, no? Tsaka mag build ng suspense. I, I mean, I found News of the World a little overlong also. But I, I felt that it could have ended earlier. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I don't want Tom Hanks to leave the screen. Mm-hmm. I I, he, I think he's really my favorite Hollywood actor. You know what I mean? He's had he's had a really great couple of years, honestly. Like yeah. feeling like he's at this stage now where he's not as concerned as like his bankability, but because everything is shifting anyway. Mm-hmm. But his recent projects just feel like things he wants to do. But right. it's resulted in I I was surprised actually at how much I enjoyed his acting in this one because I really enjoyed his last thing I saw which before sorry before Greyhound I really liked his work in uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh yeah. So I was like, "Oh wow, parang I don't know, maybe he's just gunning again for Oscar but just also having fun, diba? parang doing projects. He's always wanted to be in the western, so this is kind of a dream come true also. My number 10 is I uh, know, I'm sure I, I'm pretty sure this shows up in one of your lists in a higher position. It's time. Yes, the documentary. it's in a higher position. Yeah. Okay. okay. On mine. Oh, let's move on to number cool. nine. Okay. Wait, is it back to me? Yes. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay, yep. well, my number nine, I don't know, maybe, hopefully, but it's been mentioned already. It's uh, Bakurao. Ow! Okay, Quark, yan. Yep. For sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's higher in mine. <laughs> All right, that's cool. <laughs> so good. I'm excited nonetheless. So predictable. Wow. Pero almost natanggal to ah. Anyway, sige. Ako uh, natanggal ko siya. Natanggal ko siya. Am I gonna put Bakurao? You know, follow my heart. I will not put but it. But you like Bakurao. It was a good watch, but I'm, yeah. it, I fell asleep three times trying to watch it. From the oh, but it was good enough that it was in your top ten for a while. Yeah. Because it picks okay. up in the second half eh. And then when when it picks up, it just won't let go anymore. Mm-mm. But yeah, let's talk about it later since it's higher on quarks. Right. What's your nine? My nine is Wolfwalkers, the uh, oh, so great. movie from Cartoon Saloon. Is it on anyone's list? It's on my not, top twenty, but not, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's not on my top uh, ten. It's so good, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I super love Wolfwalkers. I really gravitated towards this movie. Um, I don't know. I love. I I love Cartoon Saloon. And I think this is the best movie they've put out. It And it's a culmination of their animation prowess. Um, it's such a unique look. If you think about it, the story is very Studio Ghibli. Now, it's about, they talk about the environment and a man versus nature, um, man versus man. And then um, the girl and another girl who, will, who are like from different families who are trying to fight each other, protagonists. Um, but the look of it is so... 
beautiful. The animation is one. It's hand drawn, but it's not hand drawn. And um, I and I know I I said this in the group that I watched this with a bunch of ten year olds, seven, five, four, and then they were all equally glued to the TV. It's not a Pixar movie. There's no jokes. There's no um three D animation. But the story was so exciting and unpredictable. And there were really genuine moments in the movie where I really went, oh my God. Especially towards the, the last act of the movie. And um, it's such a good, it's a good animated film. And if, if you have daughters especially, this is a great movie to introduce them to. To this Irish legend. Kind of like Brave, yeah. but done better. Speaking of Brave, in the advent of the 3D age, it's animation. It kind of became uniform. Yeah. As opposed to... I know, diba? when it's all hand-drawn. So, parang it's so nice to see this, which is still has 3D elements, which still kind of looks 3D. But it's so stylistically beautiful and unique. Mm-hmm. Parang, so, I, yeah. I, and it, it reminds me nga of Miyazaki. May may pointing mm. Miyazaki-ish. Mm-hmm. Na playful. Na walang no real major rules, I guess, in, in the storytelling. And kind of just... Uh, um, you know, just goes along. So yeah, I love just it. Just goes with the yeah. flow. Yeah. Although they've done that, I mean, it's it's in keep it's in keeping with the previous films, the man like Song of the Sea. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? The Something of Kells. I think <sighs> the uh, Book of Breadwinner is less like dreamy, but uh, also yeah, it's still nice to see uh, this parang sort of hand drawn feel being preserved. You know, maybe it's just uh, Ghibli and some of the Europeans and, well, of course, some <laughs> of the anime stuff. But because, like, I, I was thinking about, like, even the the original anime content of, like, Netflix, there's such a sameness to all the animation look, the 3D. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's feel, It feels like poor models. No, even now, even they, they just look like models, no walang uh-huh. mass. Yeah. So that's my issue with it. That's why I'm happy when it's, like, still feels or is um they prioritize the 2d look or the hand-drawn look sorry yeah i think the closest to anime for this is uh kaguya because if you see the hand-drawn hand drawiness mm-hmm. in that in mm-hmm. that film did scarlet like this did she ever watch no, this I, no i really want to watch it with her actually uh, this, this i think she liked it because it's wolves mm-hmm. she reminds me of that kid <laughs> <laughs> or Sarah, <wolf>. child <laughs> Uh, number um, nine, Quark. Number nine, something that Mel hates. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a, uh, it's uh, Kelly Records' first go. Oh my god! Just I want to <laughs> leave the room right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry to the first cow fans. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean I didn't. I didn't expect um, to like this. I, I, I'm, I'm not really super familiar with Kelly Records. I remember. I saw, I think that might have been her first film, eh? Night Moves. Um, Indian first. Yeah, oh yeah, but but I wasn't really um, blown away. And then by the time First Cow came out, parang, parang master na siya, the way people were treating her. And like, what? <laughs> Isn't this Night Moves girl? Uh, so apparently I'd, I'd missed a bunch of her stuff. Um, but so I was just, you know, watching. I didn't think, um, I didn't think much of it. I knew because it, it was slow and it was very languid. Um, but it was so, no, it was like, it was so comforting. It was like very much, mm. um, and I think it, a lot of it had to do with me 
watching this with with Bianca where um she she super loved it. I think she expected like a western and then suddenly it's this ASMR film <laughs> about <laughs> friendship and making muffins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it a platonic so, friendship or or is she hinting something more? Parang, parang platonic lang naman. Okay. Yeah. But Pero, ano eh, for me that what sealed the deal was the ending talaga. Because parang diba you have the the beginning with the no with uh, Alia Shawkat. Uh, yeah, Alia Shawkat. And then and then she finds the the thing, right? She, well, she Which finds totally something. by the way got me confused. That I had to check wiki if I was watching the right movie. That this is this first cow? I know it's yeah. in the <laughs> That's not a cow skeleton. <laughs> This isn't the pioneering era. <laughs> so I'm getting because you know what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen, and they don't show it, and they just kind of like end with a mm. really beautiful moment, right? So, parang wow, what a move! So, <laughs> so that, when when I saw that, parang like, oh my God, ano na to? Four stars. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't understand the love for it. Like the the like people putting it on number one and best picture, best picture race. Yeah, first cow is like cottage core, uh, is to cottage core <laughs> as Blade Runner is to cyberpunk. I think okay. time time will tell when you know there's a cottage core uh, movement. They'll go back to the film. <laughs> Sobrang hot ng cottage scenes. Eh. Tiny house dreams. <laughs> Parang super realistic, diba? Parang check out that outhouse. <laughs> parang masarap talaga yung muffins na yun. Oh, eh. in fairness, I crave oh. for a biscuit right after. So, yung I remember another shout out no, to Miguel who's already been mentioned, but he he also forgot about the 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 prelude. So he, he was asking, what what's this thing at the end? So I had to explain. I remember the, no, the prelude. Like, ah, okay, okay, okay. Because he was like wondering if what happened at the end happened. So because it's sort of left kind of open-ended. But if you forgot the introduction. Mm-hmm. But, or yeah. missed the introduction. I, I did yeah. enjoy First Cow. It's not my favorite Reichhardt. Um, I was also overhyped um, in terms of like how rapturous the praise was. I really was expecting like some kind of Bergman-esque <laughs> type film na. But but it was quieter than that. But also, I think I when I was listening to Quark describe how he felt about it, parang it also reminded me of how you were describing the Queen's Gambit. Na parang oh, it's just so gentle mm. and 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 you know about like friendship and they're like very nice to each other. They're so friendly. How nice. Kinakausap niya yung cow habang minimilk niya, di ba? Parang napaka ang tender naman. Goodness in the world. So grab it. It's such a hard scrabble life, but you know we can find these sparks of uh, human connection. Shabrini review ni Phil parang it's about the the American dream and how I know it will crush you if you have ano pero like or how capitalism will crush you because of the no it's about two friends who make biscuits. Well, it's both of those things, but mostly biscuits gonna be long. How did you like the Asian representation in this movie? <laughs> did it matter? <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, a little typecast, but I think at that time they're all first generation, so um, you know. Is it typecast? Um, yeah. I thought he was pretty like he was, he was <laughs> educated. Really he was he spoke English well. 
Mm-hmm. It's not the typical Chinese na, diba? How they cast it, how they portray immigrants back in the day. Actually, you know, you're right. And ano, there, there's this, um, diba parang may mga cutaways to Native Americans talking na parang walang, walang kinalaman sa, sa films. I think there there is uh, some commentary somewhere there about how America is built on immigrants, not mm. just white people Who, yeah. who are also immigrants by the way diba? pero hindi siya heavy handed diba? yun yung maganda yeah. it's like it's there if you want to look for it but yeah it, it really is parang it, it will survive on the the story that's the actual text as opposed to the subtext uh, yeah did not expect this but yeah. it's gonna make it's gonna be in the Oscars for sure first count What did, uh, yeah, what, and uh, Roman, what's your number eight? My number eight is uh, Miranda July's Cajillionaire. My number eight is The Sound of Metal. I don't know. I really got affected by this movie, maybe because I'm married to a mi- musician, and sometimes when he comes home from gigs, he can't hear very well. So it's <laughs> it's a fear. It's a fear. <laughs> um, now, what what's it like to lose your hearing? And this is like your main your main livelihood this is the reason you live right you're you're hearing um and and i think that's such a it, the story is super simple but because of the performances it really sticks to you i think i think this is one of my favorite performances of the year um ever since the night of i've been such a riz ahmed stan um i think he's so great and this is such a a revelation like he's so he's not all A. You know what I mean? How you can play, mm. I'm sure in, in some actors can play deaf, super heavy-handed, but he's so restrained here. And his physical transformation as well to be to play the drummer. But my favorite, favorite supporting actor um, performance is in this film. It's Paul Racy playing the, um, the deaf uh, counselor who runs a, a halfway house for mm. for nearly deaf for newly deaf people trying to integrate back to society. It's such a kind performance. It's so inf- insightful and then when he makes the speech, I guess trying to make his case with um with uh Ruben, which is the Riz Ahmed's character. Talaga maiiyak ka kasi he's so yun nga, he wears his heart on his sleeve and I I love how this movie also I th- use a sound design very well and how they I've never I've never seen a movie portray deafness this way. Not, oh, so that's what it's like. It's like a a vacuum and it's muffled voices. Because it's usually mm-hmm. mute the whole time yeah. if you're deaf in the movie. Or my Yeah. This one talagang, it's like a vacuum and a vortex. And then sometimes you hear a voice, sometimes you don't. My father is partially deaf. So this means a lot talaga to me to be able to relate this part. And he wears a hearing aid. And now I Did know what he hears. No, not yet. I should actually. Yung Paul Racy character, didn't it remind you of Jonah Hill in uh, Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot? I didn't see that movie. <laughs> but Jonah Hill's so funny in that film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but parang still super gentle. That's the one, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the performance that I really felt Jonah Hill should get nominated for this. Pero he didn't. <laughs> but the, Pero may tough like, love, ano, you know, may tough love aspect siya dito sa uh, Sound of Metal. Love it. Yeah. It, it's mm. not patronizing at all. Yeah. I, I was a little, I have to admit, I was a little um, underwhelmed because my may, may, ano, eh, may teetering dangerously on Lifetime Channel territory. But, <laughs> <laughs> diba? 
but but you know, yeah, th- really two things: Riz Ahmed and the sound design. Like, yeah, he is amazing. Uh, Ruben Stone, um, and then yung yung sound design yeah, like like you know, edge of your seat. Uh, but they they use sound design really well in in two specific moments, and in the second one. I was really on the edge of my seat, just like, uh. <laughs> and then and then you kind of like panic. So they really put you in in uh, Ruben's head, um, and then I, I really like the ending. So yeah, but yes. I, I think the 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 Paris sec- segment kind of takes it out of the lifetime territory and kind of really galing galing the way the way they they made and the realistic whole Paris the ending. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. like it. ganun na lang siya. I what are you? Do you think Riz Ahmed is has a chance versus? Oh, um, definitely. Okay. Well, he'll, at least he'll at least be nominated. I think. Neck and neck show with um, Marini's Black Bottom with uh, what's his face? Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman. Mm. Neck and neck in the Derby. Oh. Oh, posthumous see, you know. I I haven't seen Marini's. That's that's another movie I haven't seen. Um. What is your number? Yours. Your Dakota. number eight. Uh, mine, mine, mine. What, what, is, uh, what number are we at? Oh, eight. Speaking, eight. Of, speaking of Chadwick, <laughs> The Five Bloods. Is, uh, oh, I was wondering if you guys were going to put that. I'll go. Yeah. I mean, an early uh, entry. So another, I noticed that we really kind of subject ourselves to recency bias. Um, you can't help it because you feel s- more... Uh, you feel more strongly about the stuff mm-hmm. that that you just had um, um, reactions to, right? But um, yeah, this one is is super great. I I loved. It was fun. It wasn't you know it wasn't um, a bore. Uh, the the performances were good. Delroy Lindo definitely. Um, Oscar. Is, do you think he's pang, pang best actor or yeah. pang best supporting? Actor yata yung campaign yeah. mm, Of course, there's always. <laughs> I say it with everyone luck. with his British accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I remember. Wait, is he yeah. British? Not sure. Is he? Remind? Yes. No. No way. Parang he is. I might be wrong, but uh, but ang alam ko parang I I think I remember being surprised at that. Eh, so parang I think it's true. Hmm. Okay. At magaling si Jonathan Majors ba dito? Parang. Oh. Ano, like, uh, before, yeah, very ano, good ano, before Lovecraft, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and of course, I say it with luck. You know, anytime we hear I say it with luck saying she, <laughs> already my extra half star yan in my rankings. Um, <laughs> I kind of found the ano, a little yung tone shift lang, a little weird so my mm-hmm. hand, see si genre no, yeah. and then big lang action film. But I, you know, I, I had a good time and um, yeah, I was yeah. affected. And yeah, great movie. None, it's in none of your lists, right? No. It's in my long list, but not... Uh, no. Where does this rank in your Spike Lee ranking? Mm, I, I like Black Lance and Man more. Um, my favorite Spike... Well, um, Do the Right Thing, I only saw uh, 2020 for the first time. But parang, you know, talagang visceral yung reaction ko sa movie. Ano yan, at the height of the Black Lives Matter yeah, movement? Yeah, post-George wow. Floyd, I think. Yeah, literally the week of George Floyd. And I didn't know that was the ending. Eh. So, oh. the, 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 so parang, it's so close to reality. It was and it's really, still so good, no? Mm-mm, yeah. So, um, that one, did I like, I actually like his 2000 stuff, eh, 25th Hour. That's, that's the, 
as Inside Summer of Sam, Inside Man, yeah. So, um, this is a little below. So, back half nato. Yeah. Uh, no, but because the most of his other stuff, I actually really do not like. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I'm going to show you a good 2020, no? Because American Utopia also. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's his name. Which also pala. showed up in a lot of you know, lists. Uh, number seven is uh, Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor Uncut. That's my number seven too. <laughs> yeah. This is Woo! so not my jam, so I didn't even watch it. But go, guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah. Oh, but you guys kept saying because body horror, so I'm staying away from this. Yeah, that's what how I describe it. Because for me, because horror, the priority is to submit the audience into a state of terror for most of it. But you don't have that with Possessor. For how I describe it to people when I try to get people to watch it is it's it's kind of just gory science fiction. Yeah. So it's it's very cerebral, lots of very interesting SF questions, you know, questions about identity and because it's about um a person who can occupy another body. That's kind of the 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 plot engine, and and what it does to their own identity when they are when they have to. So it, it has some themes in common with Vonnegut's Mother Night, right? Like if you're pretending to be something for so long, where how does that blur the line for you? And then what are your moral imperatives and responsibilities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I really loved a how it was shot very interest very well very stylishly. Um, performances, Andrea Riseborough continuing to do just amazing work and a very interesting choices for her career and roles. Um, also, the questions that it poses are very interesting. You know, I remember for a few days after watching it, I was still thinking about the movie and I love it when that happens. It just sort of sits with you and lives in your mind rent-free. Yeah. Parang ano, and Andrea Riseborough feeling got new Queen of Darkness na siya, eh, diba? Between oh. this and Mandy and zero zero zero, parang oh. <laughs> ano siya, she, parang she, she, encroaching on Eva Green and Helena Bonham oh. Carter territory. <laughs> oh, that's a dangerous territory. May pagka Tilda Swinton iden, yung parang mm-hmm. absolutely fearless in selection of roles talaga. Yeah, <laughs> um, and ano this this I I was resisting this film because I I mean one of the worst films of the last <laughs> decade for me was the first movie of um Brandon Cronenberg antiviral like i i really it was such a horrible experience watching that film um but ang ganda nito super ganda so parang good work and this is his first film since antiviral which i think it took yeah. like 8 years or something or 7 years for him to make this but um i know i i also realized how much i missed ultra violence i guess parang <laughs> <laughs> wow it's been a while um and it's you know it's actually surprisingly subtle for for something so gor- gory diba para because yeah. the violence then, is a bit is the, the violence is a bit dispassionate eh, diba it's, it's 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 which makes it almost more sickening how you're not expecting it eh, but then suddenly a blade will enter flesh and then you're like mm. so it's like it's like that but there wasn't that whole twisting of the screws there wasn't that music that you know tries to Uh-oh. bring parang forebode it parang ganun it just happens and then it's like, Spe- okay. speaking of Sean Bean ano? <laughs> <laughs> and then ano parang ang, ang daming stuff na parang so for something so ano nga it's so subtle na 
you, there's there's the there are these things that they don't explain the right? mga um her her unexplained fascination with the with yung parang violent murder or mm-hmm. yung post possession tests yeah um, the, the tech yeah even the the family ano the family relationship parang yeah. you, you don't know why she feels like that towards her family so galing it's ano uh, lo-fi sci-fi is one of my favorite subgenres and this is definitely a great end, entry I in think this, uh, the, the poster pa, art is really disturbing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which is yeah. what's putting me off. Like, I think I you can watch it during like myself. a bright afternoon though. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. okay siya. Parang Black Mirror episode siya. <laughs> Which I don't uh-huh. watch. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Twilight Zone? Uh, gonna... <laughs> Let's see. Um, Tales Uh-oh. from the Loop? <laughs> <laughs> Kaya ko pa yun. Oh, but yeah, one day. One, I mean, I saw Midsommar, so I'll make it here. At siya na, Christopher Abbott, I, one of the best performances of the year. I have to add the Mr. Yeah. Guy from yeah, uh, Girls. From, I thought his girls. career would be over, but no. <laughs> no. He quit Girls so that he could do more interesting yeah, roles. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, and he has to play another character playing another character while having mm-hmm. been that character earlier. So it's it's interesting those levels talaga. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about so you, Mel? What's your seven? My seven is uh, Lover's Rock. A small that. axe movie. <laughs> is it? Uh, I know it's on yours, Court. It's not It's not on mine. It's on my top 20. TV? Oh. You're one, is it? I have not seen it yet because it's not available on Amazon Asia. Oh, okay. Um, hmm, Lovers Rock. What's the best way to describe this? If you if you guys love Janet Jackson's video, um, Got <laughs> Till It's Gone, yeah. this yeah. is it. <laughs> this is for you. Um, I don't know. It, don't you think... Well, so, okay, so this movie actually has no plot. It's pretty much just a house party from the moment they set it up and preparing for it until the moment it's done and it's it it's it happens in a single night um it's just a good vibes movie even nice. if there's a uh, social unrest but it's not even it's like it's like house party that movie with kid and play back in the 90s but with adults <laughs> that's that's how i relate to it and um it's just uh, it's like a fever dream that's how i wow. that's how i really describe it now it's so sensual it's so tactile. You feel the sweat. You feel the the longing for people. The horniness. There's sweat dripping from the walls from all the dancing. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, yes, yes, our lovers rock. It's just a, I know it's just a very of the moment movie, which I did not expect from episodes out. Um, yes. I think so. Yeah, okay. but I only uh, was able to see Mangrove in this one. So you like this better than Mangrove? I like this more than Mangrove, yeah. Because it just, I don't know. You know because it, it evoked memories of Janet Jackson's old videos. And then I love the dance. I love that um, Silly Games part. Hey, that 10-minute acapella singing now. <laughs> What's going on? Is there something dangerous that's going to happen? But nothing happens. They're just having Grabe fun. Grabe yung flex ni, ano dito, no? ni McQueen. Grabe, he's like... I will show you how a good director directs shit. Ganun siya. Ganun pa, pure directing talaga siya eh. Um, 
my my review is like it's Irie Sunday at B-side except more yeah. intimate, passionate, <laughs> sensual, romantic, dangerous, explosive, and wasak. Okay, not maybe not wasak, but <laughs> it made me miss going but, out and going yeah. to the clubs and just dancing and being one with people. Mm-mm. And there there are stories, but they're incomplete. Right? Parang you don't know where, where they really start. You don't know how they're gonna end up. Um, yeah, it's really so well done, and um, even the 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 playlist, right? the way. The, the music changed throughout the night. Parang, wow, Na may hype man, man pa. I love oh, it. Oh. <laughs> In, including si Cousin Hype Man na parang, oy, magaling pala siya magano. You know, angry cousin. <laughs> so, yeah. That, super good. I, I really liked it. So, my seven is possessed. Do anyway, you want to say anything else about... Um, nope. That's it. Yeah. We can move on to number six for Ramon. Yeah, so, Ramon. Uh, my number six is another favorite of Ms. Alcaraz. Uh, it is, as you guessed it, Charlie Kaufman. With, I'm thinking of ending things. Fwim, fwim, fwim. Which we had the whole episode the for, so I guess, you know, we don't need to. I just want to say that I'm no, but still I remember. thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I remember you. you were, like, you liked it. But you weren't like raving about it. Do you? Is it in your top ten because, parang you couldn't stop thinking about it? Yeah, parang I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I read the novel, and then I read articles about the movie, and then I rewatched the movie, and I like it more. With the, with reading the book, because I was able to sort of separate nga the original text from what uh, Kaufman added. So I think I appreciated more when I watched it the second time. And uh, yeah, I just still, I know that it's what's off-putting to a lot of people but parang the artsiness is what I found interesting na parang yeah I'm on Netflix and you know the they're, I'm still gonna do what I wanna do number six for uh, you Mel oh no is it me yeah it's me it's me yeah, number yeah. six uh, time we can talk about it okay let's talk about time are uh, you first Quark <laughs> since you differed um well what, what do yeah, it's just amazing it's an amazing film I think you know so, so time is about um, rich fo- a fox, fox rich, rich, right? And and her husband, uh, they they robbed the bank, <laughs> and this is a documentary, by the way. They robbed the bank. Um, she she served time. She served like three years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but her husband was sentenced to sixty years. sixty years. years. See, no, 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 I mean, your sentence was sixty. Ah, uh-uh. Um, and so, and then, of course, because of parole, they're expecting the the sentence to lessen, right? And him to come out uh, early. And the, the film kind of starts with her saying, oh, he'll he'll be out anytime soon. And then you cut 20 years later. <laughs> and I think, um, you know, Garrett Bradley shot a great documentary, this powerful commentary on criminal justice and, you know, this touching portrait of a woman dedicating her life to transforming it and uh, abolishing, you know, the, the, the penal system. But, it's um it's Fox Rich's footage yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. it a great It's movie. a whole movie whole movie. Wild. Movie. Yeah. But I mean like when I was watching it, it's like, oh okay, this is what I guess boyhood was trying to do. Um oh, right. no, and I like I love boyhood, but but just that jarring that you feel like oh my god, like you, you just feel exhausted just in the space of a cut. And she raised uh, yeah. six, kids six kids without yeah. him. <laughs> That's insane. All boys. Yeah. 
And and the yeah they she, and see Bradley does the same kind of trick, but it always works. Eh. Parang, you see this kid monkey around. Big lang the next cut, graduating as Atanda a dentist. <laughs> so man, wow! And then of course, in towards the end, there's this is one thing that happens, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> how, how did they shoot this? So um, which I will leave to. To you, dear listeners, to to find out when when you watch it. But, I kind of um, want to spoil it for them, but then I don't, because I want yeah. them to see the magic unfold. Yes, in that last half, <laughs> that last quarter of the movie. Um, I loved also that it's not it's not about the crime, eh? The bad they don't even try to reenact it. There's not there's she only mentions it a few times, but it's really her story and how how it's about how much time they lost. As a family in those twenty years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just coping without the husband, trying to feed all these six kids, and even the kids trying to live life without their dad, yeah. which is amazing. Killing no. And Come on, that... I know this is in your documentary list. Me? Yeah, but uh, yeah, you guys are mostly saying among the things that <laughs> I would have said, you know, exactly with uh, how it collapses time. But also, I think it's very interesting as. Um, what's that Mamet saying na the the unit of film is the cut. So mm-hmm. parang that yun nga, the, the strength of a cut to traverse time the way it does here I think is very interesting and something that you could teach in a class. Super! Master class in editing. Gusto nyo yung yeah. non-linear ito. I mean, just, just thinking of how much footage they had to go through and then editing. 500 it. hours. Diba? Composing it in such a way that they did is astonishing. So the story is that Garrett Bradley contacted Fox Rich because she wanted to do like a 10-minute short film on her. Yeah, or, and or Fox, Fox Rich... was uh, no, diba? part of a 10-minute short film that was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was about someone else, and then she was like, "Oh, I want to do a film on this person." And then Fox Rich uh, gave her, "Oh, you should have, you should have all this footage," and it's like five hundred hours. And then Garrett Bradley was like, "This is already a movie." Yeah. booted that footage. Nothing happened to it. Imagine how many years now. Whatever could have happened to like different formats. Mini DV, right? Oh, Who has yeah. mini DV tapes anymore. <laughs> exactly. The and first the vlogger. The, the, my, there's this one scene I, I guess being a good uh, documentarist means just always being there right? because I remember that one I don't know ang scene where she's calling um, to, to ask if there's any hey, judgment yeah right? <laughs> but and she was like yeah hi I'm I'm Fox Rich I'd like to know it. and then when she gets disappointed she loses it but then kind of catches herself losing mm-hmm. it and it's mm-hmm. like wow galing nito so, I don't know. Yeah. Time, it's on good. Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken, everyone. If you haven't had the chance to catch this, please do. Court, number six. Speaking of documentaries, well, we had an episode on this as well. Boy State. Mm. Uh, <laughs> is that higher on any of your lists? It didn't make my top ten. It's in my mm. docus list. But yeah, we okay. did have an episode about it. Yeah. But it's so funny because I just wanted to point out, I forgot to point this out when we were talking about it, but a lot of the enjoyment of Boy's, Boy's State is 
the running commentary I had with my wife while watching it and just like <laughs> judging judging the characters and like laughing at their little uh nuances and um so so parang may may you know it's almost ano, almost reality show like but really well done so um and it and it really does give hope about the future of yeah. of the US where you could really see a lot of the republican and democrat leaning kids parang they get along or, or kind of you know mix and match the the philosophy so um yeah. It really resonated also with the election year. Exactly. So, uh, I wonder how Ben Feldstein is. I, 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 I've listened to a few podcasts. Apparently, see Feldstein, Feldstein, the, the one who was a bit of a yung super, ano, eh, diba? parang... Malimping. Um, Oh, and, and, and ano talagang ano, terror and... Ano yung sinasabi niya? Ano yung philosophy niya? Parang um, oh, oh and something... Uh, yung parang just rousing people to yeah shock and all <laughs> apparently he really toned down after and kind of like took a step back Aww. from politics oh, after nice. people judged him That's in the nice. film yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes it takes that parang so it does sometimes it does take that sort of outside perspective to be like oh is that how I come across the people <laughs> good point much like hey, when I listen good. to Enslate and want to throw my phone Ramon number five Uh, another one we had a whole episode on, actually, but you know, in our pride is uh, Antoinette Hadana's fangirl. It's yeah. in my short list. <laughs> yeah, it's in my top 20. Yeah. So. And it's in a lot of people's, um, well, it's in a few comments in our Facebook group when we asked the best Dapat of 2020. Lang. Yeah, I mean, well, we didn't we didn't really properly get to review it. No? I mean, that would have been awkward with the people there. But yeah, I really <laughs> super enjoyed it. And what I was so happy with was it was unlike all my expectations going into the film. And uh, again, like it's one of those films that sits with you for a while, a long while after you watch it. So, you know, I was more than happy. I've been sort of waiting for to make that film since Six Degrees. And yet it's also still very much uh, a continuation of this um, string of work that goes from uh, Never Not Love You, uh, Alone Together. Uh, it's still very much mm-hmm. part of that sort of thematic Hadaune universe. So yeah. Yes, thank well you. Well done, well done. <laughs> and it's also, isn't it Phil? He said it's also at the top of his list, I think. He tweeted one. Yeah, I think it's his favorite of 2020. Uh-uh. It's just a shame that Mindanao is the one going to the Oscars. <clears throat> What can you do, guys? <laughs> I, my favorite part of this movie is just hands down Charlie Dizon. Yes. Just what a revelation. What, what a find, uh, talaga. Find of the... The, find, the discovery of 2020 is Charlie Dizon. Super. I think when I watched it, um, one of the things I posted was like, two days ago, I, I had no idea who this person was, but now it's like, you're never gonna forget her. Th- thanks, guys. <laughs> 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 I just, also, no, I, I, I uh, really uh, tried to, yeah, try to be objective <laughs> about this, but I, I do remember watching it, like the offline cut for the first time, and then parang when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is why I became a producer. <laughs> this specific film. Did so. you get goosebumps? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was even, no, even without sound design, without the full scoring. Parang, actually, even without scoring, I think at the time. Parang, yeah, just like blown away. So. 
Quark, what's Love your you take on... Because me and Miguel Luke do have the same insight. Or parang we, we took away the same thing. Na parang the, haunt, the house that Paolo Avellino was in was kind of like a dream state. Was it? Mm-mm. Was it? Did we interpret it that way? Or? You know, I never asked on it. Um, I should. But parang, parang no. It's uh, never come. It's never come yeah, up. At least, parang yes, but, work. Yeah, parang yes. So maybe, parang uh, I don't want to <laughs> say anything. <laughs> what the the most important, ano, uh, interpretation is yours. <laughs> yes, that's what the all people clo- always say. Oh, basta pay attention to the closed gate. Okay, kana. Yeah. <laughs> the locked gate. Yun yeah. Yun. Does the lock change? Does it ano? Why can't it be open? Let's see. There's the placement of the chains. Uh, ano? Can I Why just- is there no power? Can we just, exactly that bothered me so much. Yeah, exactly. Because if Paolo Avellino's rich, <laughs> why doesn't he have the rights to this house? Why yeah. does no one else live there? But wala siyang katulong. <laughs> May pera naman siya. And yet he's able to make a no breakfast yes. go with hot where coffee do, the next do, day. Where do the utensils come from? Donette, please. Um. Put me out of my misery. Is burning it, questions. <laughs> number one burning question: Did Paolo? Deliberately gain weight. Number two, is this house a haunted house or a dream state house? Thank you. Yes. Is it me, okay. number five? Yeah, it's yes. me. Yes. My number five is an N Slate group fan favorite, Palm Springs. Wow. Yay, that's my number five too. Oh. <laughs> that's my number four. So <laughs> that so just should we strikes the whole round. No, yeah, it's it's the, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Ah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Majority wins na to. <laughs> so we can, yeah. But yeah, yeah, we've also talked about this uh, ad nauseum. Did we? So... I don't remember. Did we? I think yeah, so. parang hindi. Hindi, Actually, hindi, hindi Ramon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Dejibu. Uh, for, okay, I, all I have to say about this movie is it's the ultimate pandemic movie because it's the same shit over and over again but in a super entertaining uh metaphysical way uh it was just super pleasant very clever very funny emotional when it needed to be and yeah it's like even waiting so long for sandberg to have a really great film considering his skills uh elsewhere but his best work for me i think in film he wasn't the main character because of celeste and jesse forever it looked like a rom-com but it was really rashida's movie. movie Uh, so, uh, but this one finally it was like, oh, this is like all cylinders, diba? All well, actually no, Popstar Palace is also really good. But anyway, this is the one that you sort of were expect, hopefully hoping to to see from that sort of post SNL career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, as a fan of like time loop stories, it was so fresh and. Just the fact that they didn't even bother explaining too much oh, about no. the time loop because they expected that the audience knew already. Right? They're familiar with it. There were more than one time loop stories in 2020. Right? There was an L. Gibson movie. There was one of the best episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was their time loop episode. So, yeah. And of course, Christine Milioti, who I also always love, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. And I don't know. Well, you parang ano talaga ano since Groundhog Day is now a genre. Well, it's always it's been a genre, but this kind of like super solidifies it. Um, and 
yun nga, parang, I'm, I'm just really happy I didn't see the trailer. Para mm-hmm. I thought this was gonna be another cute millennial rom-com yep. with some mm-hmm. Lonely Island silliness. Because the poster nice. looked like a millennial yeah. rom-com. Yeah. But uh, no, no, you know, when you see it's like, oh, how does Sandberg know all the people in his party? Then how does he how does he know how they're gonna move? And like uh, taking that maid of honor speech and you know, parang, how come he doesn't care that the girlfriend is so screwing the whole so parang the way it's revealed that yeah. you know it's it's this um the the theme of the movie is kind kind of like the the repeating day. Um it it's so fresh. But I mean crawling towards lava, what the fuck? Right? So <laughs> Um. Yeah, the di- the dinosaurs. Such a yeah. random shot. I'm like, <laughs> and apparently, ano, no, the, much debated pala yung dinosaurs in the end. Um, and 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 or something about the Lola knowing, ano, um, no being part of the loop and being aware of it. So, um, also open to a lot of um, uh, intricate discussion. It's how um, you see it, talaga. This movie. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad that you're able to see it. Um, sort of blind because I remember watching I did see the trailer but I also watched this um, PR piece uh, I think it was when it came out where they were discussing and uh, when it was bought at Sundance they were really hoping uh, they were because at Sundance they did not have anything in the materials about the time loop so it was just lo- it just looked like a rom-com type movie. So it was a pleasant surprise to for the audience when, when they find out what it really is about. And they were hoping that they, that, that could be preserved. Pero Hulu, when they bought it, they were like, no, we kind of have to at least give this part of the no, of the movie. And then they were like, okay. <laughs> what are the other time loop movies out there? This, Groundhog, and Edge of Tomorrow. Russian Doll, well, it's Russian, a TV show. Uh-huh. But it's, uh, no, um, Happy Death Day. Happy and Death Happy Day, day 2. two. <laughs> Which is also going to have a third. Um, but it was also a boss level from last year. The Frank Grillo, um, Naomi Watts, Mel Gibson movie. Uh, oh. yeah. mm. And what is Kristen Milioti's next project? Because I Milling really loved girl, her no? from 2020. But there's some fluid now between TV and movies. She'll, she'll do well. Yeah. Best episode ng Mythic Quest, kanye. Galing na siya talaga yung so most successful sa ano, you know, How I Met Your Mother cast. <laughs> Was she from there? I'm, I, I don't yeah. know si the mother. show. Oh! <laughs> well, may career naman si Jason Segel. Yeah, yeah. But, diba, parang in terms of, I mean, just because she's such a late entrant and uh, kind of like, diba, uh, parang, wow, galing. Good work, girl. Okay. I... I don't know why this is my number four, but I really <laughs> super loved this movie. Um, it's Tenet. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? <laughs> I really love this movie and what? I can't explain why. I've seen it thrice <laughs> now, guys, oh since God. I first saw it. Um, okay, go. Tell us why you love Tenet. <laughs> go, go ahead, Mel. <laughs> I think it's because I miss event movies and this was like, all caps event movie the of of 2020 mm-hmm. um i don't know i loved it and this whole the the first time i saw it i was like mom was like do you know what's going on i said no but i love it and that's how that's how i described that i can't even spoil it for people cuz i i can't explain <laughs> the plot wait i thought i thought you thought i thought you saw it three times 
I saw it three times, yeah, but I can't explain the plot, dude. There's a, it's a spy movie. <laughs> it's impossible to spoil it. <laughs> it's impossible. It, it really is. I, how, how do you even describe the ending? Really, um, it's mind blowing. But uh, it's Palm it has... Springs. <laughs> but um, uh, so it's it's pretty much Christopher Nolan doing a spy movie, um, mm-hmm. and uh, wonderfully shot. It's like an extension of Inception and Dark Knight in this Christopher Christopher Nolan universe, where this time around he's like Robert Pattinson instead of the Bida. Um, wow. Because he usually hires actors who look like him. Fraj, I really like this movie and I I really can't explain it. Uh, it's like what the movie said, don't try to understand it, feel it. Um, the action si, pieces si Fleur de so la Cour. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the, the girl from Harry Potter. And um, I think it really helped that the the score is one of my favorite scores of the year. See, I thought it Ludwig. was... Yeah, and I thought it was... What's his face? Zimmer. 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 It's not yeah. pala. <laughs> Yeah. Galing, no? Parang he's like, I'm gonna make... <laughs> it seems like he actually told himself and told Nolan, I'm gonna make people think it's Hans Zimmer, but better. <laughs> Ganon. I remember when I was watching it, I was like, why am I liking the score? I usually oh. am not a Hans Zimmer fan. And then the credit came up and there's like, long yaka. Hinabis ko yung ulang ko. Because there are some parts where he's playing the score backwards. Yeah. yeah. I loved and it. Then, yeah, and, and there were also much more electronic tones. Like, he actually incorporated the song of uh, Future. Tama ba? The, the, ty- the end the credits song, yeah. Ay, yeah. Uh, Future Red Velvet's sings. Future. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been... A, I might have, that might have made the tenet on my list if that would have but, but yeah, so Future sings the end credits song and then they liked it so much that they took elements from that and then put it in the score. So... It kind of presages pa nga the, the, the end credits song, Nax. But uh, yeah. Uh, but ikaw, I, Quark, I, to, I did uh, have to go on oh. various deep dives mm-hmm. online. And apparently, the Vulture article that explains Tenet is the third highest read article of Vulture in 2020. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but ikaw, Quark, did you I care had enough fun. to ano, I had fun the, even though... Okay. Even though half the time I had no idea what was happening. So, parang... Mm-hmm. Um, talaga, yung sound design ni Nolan, no? Parang... Yes. I cannot yeah. understand. So, it's good, uh, diba, that there are subtitles. Yeah, but I, I make uh, it a but point it to not watch necessary. movies. It shouldn't be necessary. Okay. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, um... So, I, I I think my rating would have been higher had I seen this in the theater. I think of the three of us, I'm the one who liked it the least. But I liked it naman. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, you know, I I would have liked it more, except he he always does these stupid like war scenes that don't make sense. <laughs> like even in the other, but Inception, remember Inception. The, the, in the snow, yung yeah, yeah, the snow war scene snow here na. looks like Inception's war scene. Yeah, it looks like ano It reminded me of Starship Troopers. <laughs> oh, oh diba? And like, who's fighting on whose side? And how come you know, yeah. uh, someone someone running backwards is a uh, very important piece of this, you know, <laughs> of this big war. Parang, it, parang kind of ruined it for me. But, mm-hmm. um, but I, I really wish I saw it in the theater. I think I would have mm-hmm. liked it more. And I, I believe in Robert Pattinson as Batman now. My God, he ah, was well. so hot in this movie. Oh, I believed in Robert Pattinson. Well, because he's been choosing such interesting roles yeah. naman talaga post-Twilight. He's been working with 
Cronenberg, the Safdies. Um, but also, I remember the thing that really sealed it for me, besides you know his accents in The King and uh, <laughs> The Devil All the and Time. And The Devil All the Time. Was when he gave an interview and then he was asked, what's your inspiration for playing Batman? And he said, it's Willem Dafoe in The Lighthouse. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm all in. Let's go, The Batman. But yeah, I'll since we weren't able lobster. to discuss... <laughs> since we weren't able... Sana may nine-minute monologue about about steak and and uh, King, ano yun? King Triton. <laughs> talagang, talagang Batman na talagang mentally deranged na. The pinaka-realistic Batman na you'll ever see. Anyway, so we didn't get to discuss Tenet, no? But I actually super enjoyed myself watching Tenet. But, and I think I would have also, again, super would have loved to have seen it in the theater. IMAX, um, please. I loved the whole, just the whole gonzo bananasness of the idea and the yeah. concept. But it's also that kind of movie that it doesn't really sit with you, except in terms of like spectacleness. But, diba, parang things start dawning on you where you're like, oh, none of them really had any personalities, no? <laughs> and then, Parang it was never still clear what exactly the motivation of um, Gilderoy Lockhart was in fighting Fleur de la Cour <laughs> in Cedric Diggory. So I'm just like, it's, okay, it doesn't. So it doesn't emotionally land anything. Basically, there's no emotions. Period. They they don't even they barely even showed the face of the kid. So I was like, I don't even care if this kid dies or not because you know you have to at least show me a face so that I can have some kind of sympathy or acknowledge them as a human presence. But, <laughs> but there were still so many parang tactile things that I loved. Um, or just stylish fetishes ni Nolan na I still really appreciate. I mean, he's still the closest to like a Kubrick, I think, that we have currently. Mm-hmm. And just having such a tall woman be in the tallest heels palalo. And then <laughs> just to just to spite every other man was was so so much fun and seeing Michael Caine back in a Nolan film uh, putting down people poorer than him was also <laughs> so much fun uh, you know and yeah Pattinson always enjoying himself and that's what you want him to do but and John David yeah. Washington man galing, galing dyan, John yeah. diba, the protagonist who had no name <laughs> but parang I also and also I remember watching and there were some complaints. So even while watching, I was like, wow, this doesn't even start until one hour in yeah. the story. The story uh, yeah. Kasi, and then the, the reason is, it's like, parang, he, parang Nolan said, oh, this would be my opportunity to do everything I wanted to do with Bond and the exactly. Oceans trilogy. Exactly. So parang, <laughs> Where are they and, now? They keep diba? popping locations. What country are they yeah. in? Yeah. Apparently, that was parang part of the... Parang, tax incentive like they have to showcase like these places in Europe so ah okay let's just but would it have hurt to put like a map like a location stamp no cool lang yun it would have, it would have hurt to add some emotional depth or, or some, <laughs> that, that or some personalization <laughs> yeah you know, but, uh, but like uh, but I remember also like thinking like when you know that parang kitchen logic na after you've seen the film and then you start thinking about wait a minute this was this happened and this happened and then I started realizing that it's it's a series of heists it's like he wanted mm. to do the entire Ocean's trilogy in the first hour 
Because yeah. it's like it's it's a series of heists just to keep meeting people up the up the ladder. Every time you meet someone, you have to get something for me. Parang what's this, the Mandalorian? Uh-huh. Every, time, every time you meet somebody, you must rub this. Oh, let's feel this. And then, oh, let's do this. You have to fight this kitchen. Parang ganon. But, yeah, I mean, still, you have to fight this kitchen. Much... Are you, are that you that was a, a good Russian fight accent? scene, though. That was my favorite yes. fight scene. In the... You, in the kitchen? See, no, Nolan is usually very bad at editing and staging fights. Diba? <laughs> Combat, he can sort of do, but fights, he's usually very bad at. But, mm. yung hand to hand. Pero, at least, dito, like, oi, parang okay to. Ah. Tapos, but, yeah, I mean, it is does satisfying ah, those, that, that feeling of, like, yeah, I love the movies. Look at all this crazy banana stuff. And what I will say about Tenet is, it cannot be done in any other medium. I was thinking mm. about this, eh. Kasi parang having two separate linear movement within the same frame, hindi mo magawayan in any other medium. Eh. Mm. I mean, sure, you can force it on TV, but the way it works here is, you know, not something you can do. Yeah. The script of this must have been crazy. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Pattinson didn't understand a single thing, even while filming. That's what he yeah, always but, said in the press releases. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised also if Pattinson said that about good time. Eh? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, Mong's burning question is, did they hire Elizabeth Debicki because she could reach the steering wheel while lying down in the car with yeah, her leg. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. She's great. I love her so much. <laughs> Princess Diana right. in um, The Next The Crown. Yeah, how's she gonna get so tall? How's she gonna like grow that? I don't know. Tall, or um, she's not gonna wear heels long. Uh, Although Diana forced is tall enough. enough. First perspective. First perspective. Parang Gandalf and the Hobbit, siguro. So, malayo sila ni Dominic West. Lol. Quark, you're number four. Bakurao, let's do it. Yeah. I'll <laughs> oh, go. Very, very high. Go, Ramon. You, uh, it came up first in your list. Uh, yeah, I just, um, you know, you mentioned nga yung parang lo-fi SF with, uh, I think, was it Possessor? And then, yun nga, parang Bakurao definitely falls in that category. It was, I, I, this is a film that I went into blind. I just heard a claim but didn't know anything about it. So it, it's 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 thriller nature. I didn't know about because it, the the first half for me is very very interesting, almost uh, anthropological SF to me, and I've always wanted to see that. Diba? parang future tech in third world civilizations. Yeah. So I mean, I remember even when like the the drone first appears and you're like what the heck did this did this movie just jump the shark but then it's explained why why it appears to be like that and it's like ah oh, that's actually brilliant parang it you know it's like it reminds me of the men in black where you know they would they would intentionally do some something weird so that when you try to tell the story to anyone else you look like an insane person and then mm-hmm. and then it starts speaking about class and of course there's Udo Kier to make sure everything's crazy and then there's Dan Villegas doing a really great uh, <laughs> acting job. Uh, si Thomas Aquino. And, <laughs> diba? Yeah, and then, yeah, it, it just became... Although, I do remember thinking, I thought the girl was the main character, and then she just disappears na at the main yeah. point. <laughs> but it becomes a community battling and almost Seven Samurai-ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for and intense jealousy at the same time for films that could have been made in the Philippines, but were thought yes. of somewhere else. So, of course, Roma is number one uh, example of that. But um, Bacarao is definitely um, one of those higher-ranking oh. ones. Yeah, um, and then uh, what I really loved about it—it's a—it's a film 
by people who know exactly what they're doing but make it look like they don't know what they're doing. Di ba? Parang... Uh, may pagka-looseness eh. Oo. Parang ano siya eh, di ba? May, may pagka-Candela Cruz and ano. Parang very <laughs> third world Actually. cinema ano at first. And then, yun nga, parang they start inserting this weird shit. So you're like, oh, okay, this is like a kid latahimik type film. And then later on, the, ano, yung, yung B, the overt B-moviness of the Americans. Yeah. Diba? Parang the atrocious special effects, the na- awkward yeah, naturalistic yeah. Brazilian acting. So parang, wow, man. Parang may, may atmosphere na, ano eh, literally anything can happen in this mm-hmm. movie. And it actually yeah. does, diba? <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the appeals, I think. Diba? The genre mm. tropes are almost like the West nga parang being col- colonizing the movie. Nux, charot. <laughs> Ang deep. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what we come to end slate for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so so much fun. Diba? Parang, mm. ano, parang just even the, the bad uh, styling of the, some of the characters. Like, see. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's fun to laugh at, to laugh with, and kind of like be affected by it. Oh. So, it's always yeah. on the brink of going out of control, but it holds together somehow. Yeah. Yeah, who? My criticisms lang are with, um, the same with Miguel Luke too. Na, and I know, Quark, you defended this because you, parang you said it's deliberate, but I really could not stand the acting of the white folk. I thought it was very <laughs> B-movie. Even C, um, the dubbing was bad, but, you know, me nitpicking. Mm-hmm. But the 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 last half is really really compelling stuff. The ending is bananas, by the way. May pagka ano no early Robert Rodriguez then court. Yeah, standoff. Yeah. A top three, Ramon. Oh, okay. So my number three is another foreign film. It's Pablo Larraín's Emma. Yeah. Oh, I did not see this. How is so, it? So, yeah. So, ako, Quark, is well, it on yours? It's, uh, I think it's on my top 20. Mm. Um, but it's definitely my favorite performance Laran. by an actress. No, by, the, the, uh, si, si Ate si Girl. girl. Yes. <laughs> si Emma. <laughs> si Girl um, kasi is new, eh, di ba? Parang that's what's amazing, eh. She's like another Charlie Dizon, na yeah. hindi ganun ka sikat na pero sobrang breakout role ang galing yeah. dito si Mariana Digo, Hirolamo <laughs> yun ayun yun Hirolamo mm. yes so it's a how do I it's hard to describe also eh di ba kasi it's like a dance film but it's also this fucked up melodrama um, yeah but it's probably my favorite of the Laran films and um because like Jackie was cold to me, and um, but anyway, so Emma, what I loved also besides it was super stylish. I loved the music and the choreography and the dance sequences, and then it had some crazy scenes like the flamethrower, an astonishing performance by Hirolamo. But also I loved how I could never predict what was gonna happen next. Like the behavior of the people sometimes is outlandish, but also they're at such emotional extremes that you could forgive it, and then. But but it also just allowed for like this feeling of always being on your edge because you didn't know what would happen next. And there are moments that really make you sort of cringe for the characters and then others now you sort of want to cheer for them. And yeah, it was just very mesmeric. I couldn't get keep my eyes off it. Yeah. Parang ano, and ano, I, so I saw this on movie. 
I think that's where it came out talaga. Yeah, and no, the my Q&A. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. she's so sweet. She's like a sweet, quiet yeah. girl. Uh, and parang badass niya in the film, right? Um, is she really a dancer ba? Tama ba? I think she is eh. Oh, but uh, this is, yeah, this might actually be my favorite dance movie of all time. Wow. <laughs> and it's it set to... Be. There are some amazing yeah. sequences talaga eh. Yeah, galeng, di ba? And it's set to reggaeton. Reggaeton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a genre I despise. <laughs> I don't know. You know, and, and actually, one of the things I love most about the movie um, is, you know, and then one of the only handful of cinematic moments where I completely identified with the character was, you know, when Gael Bernal just went off about how <laughs> he hated reggaeton. <laughs> <laughs> so, Parang super noibie memories ba? <laughs> so yeah ganda ganda it's it's a it's a fun film mm-hmm. my number three is Chris Ryan's number one The Vast of Night <laughs> this is the one movie I wish I really wanted to be in my top 10 like it, yeah I I'm, I love this movie but it's my number 12 I think go ahead mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, since I saw it on I think I've well, we did an episode on that. So, like, I reviewed it in one of our previous episodes. But since I, yeah. s- since that episode, I think I've seen it two more times. Because I just Ooh. really... It has my favorite camera sequence of the year. Yeah, the and intro. I, no, not the intro. The middle. The, the one after she's end. in the switch. Switcher. Yeah, from the switchboard yeah. to the street, to the field, right. to the school, to the basketball court. Yeah, okay. I, I, I still think of it to this day. How galang that sequence was. And then... They have a bunch of um, behind the scenes of how they shot that, and um, so uh, Vast of Night is a it's like wa- it's like watching a radio play directed by yeah. Steven Spielberg in a very Twilight Zone War of Worlds kind of way. Um, you know, I've talked about this previously, but thinking about it now, it just reminds me of like how Richard Kelly did Donnie Darko, or like Ryan yeah. Johnson did Brick Nick. This is their big calling card, first feature film, balls out. I have nothing to lose. These are all my tricks. And um, it just evoked a, a feeling of, you know, back in the old days that this was how movies were done. This is how Spielberg did his movies back when he was still young. So I, I really love this film. Yeah, It's my sci-fi entry. It's annoying. Well, we were talking about lo-fi sci-fi, but that, that seems to be coming out, up a lot with oh, Bacurao. Yeah, and, um, but yeah, this one, and then Possessor, but parang uh, ano nga eh, the arrival of a voice i i mm. felt the same way yung yung richard kelly or or aronofsky with pie or oh, yeah, yeah. you know moon well sadly duncan jones did not deliver on the promise of moon um or uh si ano garland with with uh, ex machina so um parang ano eh galing eh and then what or or shane carroth with primer actually that that's also another movie that this uh, that reminded me of this and um what i like is i i think he's not going to go hollywood next eh? i think he wants to i think this this film cost less than a million dollars and then he uh see director what's the name of the director parang saved um over over years doing like commercial work and um uh, promo work and just just so we could do vast of night and he said that for his next movie parang he's not gonna you know See Andrew Patterson, he's not gonna do, uh, you know, like um, what's that Jake Gyllenhaal movie, uh, After Moon, um, Source Code, Source Code, there, I know. So, so that's great, and 
Um, yeah, it's just the mood that 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 Twilight Zone feel the ado, and then the way that they were talking. Like mm-hmm. the first fifteen minutes of this is almost like fifty stalking, right? Like, um, you need subtitles and, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the cadence then, is different, talaga. Yeah. And again, I mean, it, I I remember just thinking while I was watching this film, parang please do not be the first film of this guy because it's so confident and, you know, made with so much vision <laughs> and constraint. Right? And it's his first film. So I'm like, yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> I loved it also. It's uh, the stylization was so confident. Nga. I love that radio play aspect. But also it's such a bangas move talaga that intro din eh, that long take that goes into and out of the basketball game Mm-mm. and, and then, the uh, confidence to make it all talk and it will really force the audience to listen you have to listen yeah. to and what I was glad I knew nothing about. about this movie before yeah. watching it same but I'm just happy that this is in a couple of best of lists yeah, yeah. and I uh, know it's like our second Canadian film I think in our top 10 oh really I don't know it's Canadian mm-hmm. I think so yeah this and Possessor Mm. These Actually, the cli- I think the climb <laughs> might also be Canada <laughs> Canadian productions so number three, number three no um, I think I hope it's higher in your guys it's, I hope it shows up higher in your list um, it's soul um, no I did higher. not put it uh, yes. in mind. okay okay <laughs> so, yeah. so I will defer <laughs> it's higher in yours or mine Okay. And it's not your number two? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Okay. We're two uh, na. I, I, I'm, yeah, two. I'm the last of three ata. Na so, magulat yeah. din kayo. As I said nga, medyo arbitrary na to eh, di ba? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, number two. But ito, mag- baka magulat pa nga kayo eh. Uh-huh. So, iba you're talking about recency bias. Uh-huh. My number two is actually The Invisible Man. Wow! Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's in my Either top 20 wow but uh, yeah it's one of the few films from last year that I've seen like five times already and it's just so taut like mm. amazingly taut I, I'm, I'm, I've been watching it over and over again not just because I enjoy it but because I've been studying it eh. the way he oh. was able to see Lee Wanel right? like was able to sort of tighten the screws and just build the tension it's so it's it's kind of masterful, basically, and uh, amazing performance from Elizabeth Moss, who I hope gets nominated. Um, you but think? also, oh. such a rich, rewarding subtext. Even, even this is one of those films I think you mentioned, uh, in uh, injustice against women, because it's 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 never really, gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not just gaslighting, but people not believing women. When they're, um, you know, when they're talking about something that happens to them, and then it's being explained away in other by by other people, so it has that rich subtext that adds to it. But just as in terms of the genre and manipulation of the audience, it's so much fun to study. So yeah, I remember having such a great time. This was one of the last things I saw in the theater before yeah. lockdown, and I watched it with two scaredy cats, two fellow scaredy cats in a theater and it was such a fun experience because <laughs> they were on either side of me, si Sharon and Gina. So, it was just like stereo screaming in my ears eh. Both, <laughs> both channels had screaming and for the invisible man pa, like so, the whole movie was so much fun for me. Yeah, no, I think this was my last theatrical experience as well. So, parang, as a, 
ano, place in my heart. Galing. <laughs> and and really good move on uh, Lewanel's um, uh, part to to make it really more a suspense, diba? Uh, yeah. Than a, than a horror. So parang galing. But it's such a oh, it's also such a satisfying ending. What did the director do prior to Invisible Man again? Uh, he's famous for I think writing the first couple of saws, but his first directorial was Upgrade, which is another great film. Which is supposed to be good, right? Upgrade. Yeah, mm. it's on Netflix. Mm, okay. I love the restaurant um, scene. Galing yes, the, exactly. The, the yeah. stage. Right? Oh, that you can just say to anybody the restaurant scene in Invisible Man, and you know exactly what you're gonna straight out of nowhere. Get. Yep. Yeah. I yeah, because yeah. he ramped up at the right time. Eh, yeah. Yeah. You were kind of getting tired. You were comfortable. Ano. He was yeah. ramping up and then he wouldn't do anything. Mm. He would ramp up, ramp up, ramp yeah. up. And then when you're relaxed, big lang pucha, he cuts your neck. So, iba talaga. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one na, I think na parang kinurot ako on both arms. Na <laughs> yung talagang claws digging into my flesh. Yung mine naman yung ano, yung when she throws the paint. <laughs> It's like right there. <laughs> yeah. Yun yung munti ka na ako mabingi. Mabi- <laughs> uh, my number two. My number two is Nomadland. Oh, wow. Mm. It's not no. on any... You know, well, obviously, no. Modern Romance. No. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm not sure what Quark's number one is. I can't guess. But yeah, Nomadland. Okay, I'm just... It's normal the... people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is my number this, one. Maybe Again. this is my normal It is people. a movie as well. <laughs> no, my normal people is Tenet. Nah, I can't explain it. I just love it. Uh, okay, so Nomadland. It's actually when uh when 2020 rolled around, it was one of my most anticipated movies of the year because I was I was such a huge and am still such a huge fan of of Chloe Zhao's um uh, the, writer. the writer, which I absolutely loved. Um, and and she pretty much does the same thing with her realist movie style here. It's mm-hmm. half documentary, half fiction. Um, and it's it's like no apologies. This woman that she follows around, um, see, see uh, Fern of Francis McDormand. Um, she follow. It's it's a road trip movie. It's about freedom. It's about the American dream that does not happen for a lot of people in the states. And uh, th- this is their story, and it's really eye opening that some of them. Even in advanced in their in their senior years, choose this kind of life because they don't have a choice, or or they they just don't want to be part of the system anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's beautifully shot, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is gonna get nominated for cinematography for sure, and probably best actress no? for most likely. FM. Most likely, <laughs> and she will most likely win director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think, ah, uh, that's uh, that's what the uh, Derby is predicting now. It's not Nolan's year. It's not even uh, Fincher's year. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> He deserves another movie. Do it for another movie. Um, ako naman like like yeah, it's uh, I I liked it a lot. I gave it four stars on Letterbox. Um, pero ano, I don't know. I have this thing, and of course, this will sound completely bad, <laughs> but I know if you're gonna do. Parang may may thing ako against uh, US poverty born. Mm. <laughs> Kasi mas kawawa tayo. That's it. That, that's, that's literally. <laughs> I know that sounds so bad. But um uh yun nga parang if if you're gonna like Florida project for me is is like amazing and uh, yep. parang I'm always looking for something else as opposed to um this this film almost had a 
had an aspect to it na ano eh um it it was and you could feel it then when they were interviewing real nomads and they were just inserting it in the film diba parang ano let's let's try to make this organic but it didn't feel organic it felt like it was calling attention to itself um but honestly that's that's a a nit that i picked mm-hmm. but um I, I i loved i love swanky i love ano um, linda may i have a soft spot in my heart for lolas Uh, <laughs> those two lolas rock and then see si, ano si Bianca kept on exclaiming who's this guy who's this guy he's so David he's so attractive yeah and I was like that's David Strathairn I don't know who he is but he's so attractive and I'm like what he really is attractive I yeah. have to say even in his advanced age ang guapo yeah. niya yeah pogi talaga so mm-hmm. yeah Whistler okay So wait, uh, number two. Is it my number two now? Yeah. yeah. My number two is Kajillionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean we we've talked about this on the on the pod. So, uh, and I've spoken about it at, at length. But um, it, it just I, well, a lot of it also has to do with me loving Miranda July and just really. Um, I had seen me um, and everyone we know. I I did I had no idea that Kajillionaire was coming out so soon, uh, and then so it was like perfect timing. And you know, but I just love how Miranda July is always the uh, outsider looking in, right? obsessed with themes of connection and mortality, um, and this shows um, it a lot in 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 the film. And perfectly played by Evan Rachel Woods, the old oldio old dolio dine. Um, because of Westworld, <laughs> because of Westworld, I've kind of come to not be fond of Evan Rachel Wood, even though she did a good, <laughs> good job there was, but just because the, the show so bad now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, wow, she really, you know, brings home the bacon, the, the, you know, Richard Jenkins um, are, are such great um, yeah. supporting um Such a nice character also for yeah. Deborah Winger. Yeah, Deborah Winger, parang ano siya, no? uh, Holly Hunter slash Jennifer oh. Jason Lee territory na siya, oh. no? so parang older, older yeah. stateswoman. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's um it's a very personal pick, but um it's it's I I guess this is what uh, I I didn't mean for this to happen, but remember when I was saying like I'm looking for something different when you talk about quote unquote poverty porn in America, and this is one of those things about it. It is actually about Uh, a very destitute family, but the way it's handled and the, the how it's different the story is from the normal um, kind. These normal kinds of films are is is really um, astonishing. So, did you get to see it finally, Mel? No, I didn't get to catch up, uh, but yeah. I heard the score is pretty good too. Good yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ganda na ng vinyl. Mm-hmm. Ng ano yeah. vinyl record ng soundtrack. Ng soundtrack, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, okay. uh, I think we yeah mentioned them in the podcast where we discussed it. I really enjoyed. I was surprised by how intimate it became, um, and and also just such a welcome return. Because since you know, around ten years yata yung the future, diba? So it's been so mm-hmm. long since we got like a, a proper full length feature from July. Nice. Yeah, and I had I I don't watch ano Jane the Virgin so parang super na enthralled ako kay Gina Rodriguez in this <laughs> Wow, damn. Okay, okay, number ones. Number, number ones. ones. Number, number ones. One. Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. 
So I know both your number ones. Extraction. Now. So as expected, my number one is Hillbilly Elegy. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ron Howard <laughs> delivers yet again. <laughs> Once again, Netflix knocks it. Dahil ako lang. Okay, so, my number one is Mank. Dahil ako lang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ay, no. Well, siguro naman kung nakikinig kayo, alam nyo na yung number one ko, di ba? <laughs> galing, galing. And I'm, I'm pleasantly gonna, surprised. And, uh, again, I'm also super, like, surprised because it was so late in the year, but, Parang when you're grocery shopping and then you see someone that you think you know and then when they get closer to you, it's like an enemy pala and then they just knock your lights out. That's what Soul did to me. Whoa! Mm. Whoa! <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you know, I really wasn't expecting too much from it. Um, but yeah, just the last 20 minutes were just basically me uh, leaking tears. And I just loved that it was one of the most imaginative and risky Pixar's in years. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm sure like if I really squinted and tried hard, you know, there are some problematic aspects to it. <laughs> but uh, it just won me over, you know. And the the whole discussion it 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 really shows how far we've come like even for Pixar like even when you're talking about like in Toy Story 3 everyone was shocked about how they were holding hands in the incinerator and just like talking about existential uh, dread na. but Soul is actually like deeper na eh, you know? yeah. to the point where I'm not even sure if it will work exactly with the children so much I, I, I don't know if Mira understood all the concepts to be honest yeah but I, mean, I mean they're still very pretty visuals and very funny jokes at least but Diba? Parang with soul, it's like it's asking about ano eh, like wh- what if what if you were not able to pursue the purpose you felt you had in life? Does it make your life meaningless? Diba? Parang what is regret part of your identity? If that's the case, parang tao yung grab ito. Parang I didn't sign up for a philo class, so but you know it was so entertaining, and that's one uh, I really wish I was in a theater for. Just so I could like ask for tissues. <laughs> <laughs> is it still showing in the no? It's showing in Makavite, diba? Or is yeah, it, it, ba? I'm not it might still be because what else are they gonna replace it with? Yeah. Diba? I was literally thinking of going to Nubali to watch so Yeah, I <laughs> Again, also the considered that then. Eh. But uh, it's just the holidays got to me, but uh, I also genuinely really wanted to experience yeah. it in a theater. I missed it that much. Yeah, parang Pete Doctor might now be my favorite Pixar director. Mm, Is, was it he not before this? I think he's uh, really top Brad Bird tier. Ka ba? Yeah, Brad Bird ako eh. But Brad, Brad Bird I only mean, did two and Pete Doctor's done this. Well, he's done like three or four, right? Incredibles, Incredibles 2. And Ratatouille. the no, Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Okay. And because, I mean, of course. Yeah, and of course, yeah, yeah. Ghost Protocol. <laughs> And tomorrow we land. Tomorrow we're talking about animated features. Yeah, we're kidding. We're kidding. But I don't know. I like. I I don't think he's only a filmmaker. I don't think he's only a director. But I feel like he's. Parang the, major. Yeah, he's the next Richard Bach, or the next 
even ano, I Ito dare say, and Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Wow. <laughs> yung parang ano, lit- literary figure, I think. Uh, and doesn't he uh, head even, the script department? Parang he, he... He's part of the story pitches. team. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he took over Lasseter's position eh. Diba? Diba? Yeah, he had to. Yeah. So, ano. Um, so, yeah. He's a creative. Ano na. Head. Um, but, but, you know, it's saying that we don't really pay attention or, or I guess um, the, the critics don't really pay too much attention to animation directors. But, but I think he's really going for, yeah, this existentialism Mm-hmm. Uh, in his work um, and it's and, constant growth eh. that's, yeah. what's, uh, that's what's so um, mm-hmm. exciting also yeah and the, no no it's it's yun nga, parang brave kasi the, the main character is like an aging music teacher yeah. in high school parang no child oh, oh. Yeah, no child will be able to teacher. Oh. <laughs> no child will be able to relate to that character <laughs> That's the most boring character for for any kid. Um, and y- parang I, I feel almost that you know Pixar is growing up with us. That mm. you know we we kind of well maybe a little younger, but but from Toy Story to to Ratatouille yeah. and etc. to this, parang ang layo ng narating talaga ng ng Pixar. So yeah. Um, uh, to your question on kids liking it, I saw it with Scarlett and. Cousin Lacey. Um, Lacey kind of uh, got freaked out by the Lost Souls. So she's like, she tapped out. And then Scarlett seemed bored. But then she's like, what's the title of this movie? And then Soul. <laughs> and then it's like, I love Soul. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but she's, you know, she's okay, very mature for age. One day we'll guess her. Talking about her favorite cartoons. <laughs> My nitpick is I wish they didn't go body swapping territory. Mm. Yun lang. But I don't feel like they needed to do that part. Yeah, I they can see. They could have used a different device versus yeah. the typical. Maybe I feeling ko kasi they put the body swap for laughs. Yeah, for the kids. For the kids. Galing. At ang ganda ng cinematography. It's crazy. Like, this and is a also, if, uh, it surprised me. Sorry, I, I, yes, the cinematography yeah. you know, is excellent. In fact, the parang, every now and then you'll pay attention to like a, a, fee, uh, a technical achievement that you feel Pixar have really stepped forward again with. And usually it's like hair or, or uh, movement and mm. mass. But with Soul, I felt it was um, depth of field. Did that mm. occur to you? Parang grabe yung crowd mm-hmm. scenes in New York na yeah. various blurred definitions na like wow, they're really working not like how lenses work na. <laughs> it's that kind of... For me, it was the faces. Iba yeah. na oh, work yeah. for human faces here. Mm-mm. A little more dynamic na. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. They don't look like templates anymore. Yeah. Mm-mm. But also for me, what surprised me was this actually is probably, might be my favorite Reznor Ross score na. Yes, I was, and so I love how, how it still feels like them. Yeah, it still felt Diba? like them, but it was it was also them kind of challenging themselves. But that that whole sequence where he falls, parang into the pre-life, was so wow. The the title sequence basically yeah. is so remarkable, and then also ang ganda ng jazz arrangements ni John Batiste. It was so lovely. The like just maybe my favorite representation of how music feels to musicians. I mean, syempre, I can only imagine as to that, but how it parang how the the way they 
change the background and light when he was performing in the audition. That was really, you know, cinematically stunning for me. I I play I didn't make the top ten because I felt it was a little Inside Out, and as mm. a parent, I related to Inside Out more, more than yeah. Soul. Okay, let's talk about um, Parasite. You know. <laughs> <laughs> My number one, it is no secret. It, I have shouted it to the high heavens of Twitter and our Facebook group. It is Minari. I love Woo-hoo. Minari so much. I know you guys don't as much as I do. No, I like, I like it a lot. It might be in my top 20. I'm not sure. But it, it's definitely, it's, it's a very well-made film. It's the only film that has made me cry on the first and second viewing for, for the year. When I first saw it, I the things that went into my head was this is like Grapes of Wrath, Korean-American style. <laughs> <laughs> it's, re- it's an immigrant story, um, American dream. It It's hard to chase, but at the same time, I appreciate the fact that it's not hardship porn or it's not poverty porn. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's Yeah, it doesn't I, feel like that at all. It's a movie about being kind to people. Even their white neighbors don't... There's no racist. There's no racist mm-hmm. scene. There's no racial slur. It's about how people will help each other achieve their dreams. And even in the family, the wife and the dad are at odds. But the wife is trying to get things done so that the dad can achieve his dreams. Um, and it has also my fam- favorite performance of the year in Alan S. Kim as uh, David. The young oh, Korean kid. The, yeah. He's so good. He's so, so good. He looks, like, he looks like the boy version of the old creepy telepath from Akira. Ang deep ng ano na reference. Kasi yung buhok pa eh, di ba? Parang, you know what I mean, di ba, Quark? The guy in the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Siya yun eh. I wasn't drawn to Stephen Yun in Burning, ha? But this talagang, I think I am in love with Stephen Yun after watching Minari. And after watching his interviews for Minari, May iyak ka talaga eh. Kasi naiiyak siya sa mga interview niya when he talks about his dad. And how this movie is like a love letter to his dad. Because he went through the same thing with his father. Um, the father moved the whole family to the States. Worked odd jobs until he found his calling. It's a it's a journey also. And uh, no, no. Like, yeah, a lot of it is not predictable. You think that see si, si crazy zealot... Uh, a neighbor will be fine, kind of like oh my, he'll be he's the undoing of this family. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's oh so no, nice. it's played by Crazy Will Patton. That means he's homicidal or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened when there were Hollywood movies. Parang you impose it on the A24. Why is your face flat? No, ito na. <laughs> They'll start lynching these guys. Racism! <laughs> but no, it's so optimistic and feel good. And uh, I love, and I love Lola. I mean, yeah. she's gonna, <laughs> running theme. Din yan. I, she is I love a all the Lolas. She's a frontrunner for supporting actress. Mm, si yeah. Yojun Jungyun. Who is in my favorite? She's in my favorite um, Korean variety series right now. It's airing on View called You and Stay. Oh wait, so she's uh, no, um, based in Anatolia. Yeah, Seoul. she's a she's a legendary uh, Korean actress. 
And she, but she can't speak English. Like I've seen like she's very good. Yeah. Uh, PR interviews. And she's funny. Uh, yeah, galing. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't. Okay. Yeah. So we didn't get to talk about this. No, I mean, how, no. how about you, Cork? Oh, which one, Minari? Um, yeah, no, I pretty much said uh, what I wanted to say. La, ano. Um, and I was really, you know, I was also very affected by the turn of events by the end. Talagang I was, I was screaming at the television. <laughs> Parang, no, don't happen. Don't, <laughs> don't happen. Make this happen. <laughs> yeah, no more so, drama. <laughs> so, I know. It's, it's very affecting and, um, a really good, look at yung diaspora or one of those ano, diba, parang, uh, immigrant family stories na kind of treated differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Sa akin, while I enjoyed it, I didn't make my, it's maybe my top 30, pero I didn't rank it like as high as you guys do. But because while I enjoyed it and was affected and found it very moving, it's it still sort of felt a little bit kulang. Like, I, I, you mentioned, Mel, na parang it wasn't predictable, but it also didn't surprise me in any way. Mm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, parang, I guess, I don't know, I was looking for a more particular thing. It's 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 probably autobiographical, no? I'm assuming. It's semi-autobiographical, it's yeah. Okay. So, I feel like it could have had more license. Not naman for, like, melodrama's sake. But just more of a flavor, um, and but there are some really beautiful touches, like uh, the scene with the Lola becoming uh, engrossed in wrestling. Super <laughs> resonated with me because my Lola did that, like um, because her room used to be across mine in terms of like our doors were directly across each other, and my Lola used to watch wrestling. And she knew that I liked to watch it also, but I had to sleep early. I had a, I had a sleep time as a child. So what she would do is she would leave her door open, and then my door would be open. So she knew I was watching across the hall. She would leave mm. there, and then naka-angle yung TV so I could watch the wrestling, even though manakasara yung ilaw sa kwarto ko. So mga ganong touches, like, wow. Very, is that such an is that something that all Lolas did in the 80s? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I did have an issue, but it's with the end. This I don't want to spoil it. Maybe we can talk about it later. But that's one of the other reasons na parang nagdrop din siya a bit out of my top fifteen. The end sequence mm-hmm. or the end shot? The what happens at the end? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Like for me, because the most powerful scene. The one that made me scream at the TV. <laughs> no, no, or the one before that. Af- Baka mm-hmm. after pa. No, no. But uh, if you're talking about. If you're, if Quark was screaming at a barn, yeah. okay. I'm I'm I'm. For me, the devastating part was the parking lot. Yes. Oh mm, my gosh. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Not and the barn. Kinda, the and parking lot. The, yeah. The epilogue, because it kind of betrays that. So that's why I made the drop on the continent. Yeah. Yeah. But the epilogue shows that they needed each other in the end. The barn, the barn solidified it. That oh my gosh, we need each other. Does it though? Because this is, this is also an. Are you projecting your ano? Yeah, because for me, it's also remember how so many people thought the ending of 
Eternal Sunshine was super romantic and yeah. then Charlie Kaufman was like these people are mm. fucking crazy this is gonna happen all over again yeah. <laughs> and Gondry in the yes. in the director's commentary oh. itself so parang, I don't uh, know so why parang, everybody loves this uh, <laughs> it, it parang tells you nga na, maybe maybe I'll appreciate it more from that standpoint na parang you know how you how you see this ending tells you more about yourself mm. then I am an optimist yeah <laughs> but also very pragmatic Okay. So you guys have no clue what my number one None. is. None. Huh? <laughs> we, we talked about it, huh? We had we had the whole episode about it. No, actually. it's Beastie Boy story. Oh my yeah. god, it's Chicago Seven. Okay, Beastie Boys. <laughs> I didn't know like Chicago Seven. Yeah, it's the Beastie Boy yeah. story. Yeah. So <laughs> fucking Batman detective skills, yo. Because I said before, I said before, three documentaries. Three documentaries. Uh, so I realized, wait a minute. I think we talked about Boy State, ne? So I was like, hmm. What's this? Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, also I mean, on my docu's list, but go on. Yeah. No, I mean, we, yeah, we spent a whole episode with Very Mo and Raymond episode, talking yeah. about it. So, I have nothing more to say, but um, just listen to that episode, actually, mm-hmm. and see. Uh, that was, ano kasi? Um, parang hindi pas, it was... Like uh, April 2020. Yeah, so early lockdown. Yeah, this is early lockdown. It's something that I really needed, I think. Yeah, and it, it was, was one of the first, I think, yeah. really good things to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is something that you love, that was so familiar, that, that really brought joy, so much joy already. And yeah. then you and see it. And also very informative because of the aspects oh. that we had no clue about. Yeah, and I, I totally forgot this particular detail, but this is actually the first... Um, number one film in in a year list I had by directed by Spike Jones, who oh. I consider top, my top five directors uh, of all time, um, uh, but mostly for his music videos. So, um, parang oh my god, now I finally have a Spike Jones film on my top on my top of the year, and it's VC <laughs> Boy Story. So, <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Listen to that episode. We say so much. With Raymond Manarsigan and Mong Alcaraz. Yes. Yeah. So what are your honorables, Quark? Um, my honorable mentions are... So yeah, you, know, you guys go first. Um, I'm uh, I have... Uh, uh, I'll go with Ramon. Oh, sorry. Uh, I have Happy Old Year, Nomadland, uh, Emma, The Personal History of David Copperfield. <laughs> oh, I want to see that. Uh, Swallow. Never, rarely, sometimes, yeah. always. I do. I have thought Mac that here. would be in your top ten. Yeah, um, yeah. So, Mac Kid Detective, Let Them All Talk, Chicago Seven. What's Kid the, Detective? Oh. The Kid Detective is another Canadian film with um, Adam Brody, and he plays uh, an adult, washed up, very used to be very famous kid detective. And I've always wanted to see Adam Brody as a PI. So this was like, oh, really? Then, mm. Yeah. So I watched it, and then. It's a little hampered, I guess, by the budget, but it's also still a good mystery, and it goes where interesting. Uh, I didn't expect it to, and it's darker, so I really enjoyed it. Is that on Netflix or Amazon? Or? No, it's VOD. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I, I just got it that. on Amazon. Interesting. Mm-mm. Mine but, is yeah. uh, my honorables are Invisible Man, On the Rocks, Soul, Borat, Another Round, Fangirl. 40-year-old version, and a thousand cuts. Nice. My 11 to 20 are Get Duked, The Vast of Night, 40-year-old version, Borat, um, uh, Lover's Rock, 
spontaneous, Emma, Aswang, never rarely, sometimes, always, and the assistant. Wow, 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 promising young woman anywhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a film where all like, parang, eh, meh, whatever. So, in my docus is uh, Boy State, Time, Aswang, The Painter and the Thief, uh, You Don't Know Me, Other Music, oh, nice. Feels Good Man, The Booksellers, The Way I See It, Dick Johnson is Dead. I want to uh, see that one. Totally Under Control, mm. City Hall. Um, That's freaking four hours long. Yeah. City Hall? It's great. Oh. Boston. I mean, I have a soft spot then because for Boston. Also. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you think, you say it's worth it. It's worth the yeah, time yeah. investment. Oh, for, okay. Because, well, oh, oh, eh. May pagka Ken Burns, eh. It follows kasi the City Hall of Boston for one year. Yeah. Mm. And then, this is, this is a separate category kasi na which is basically um, filmed live specials. Mm. So, that's yung American Utopia, Beastie Boy Story, uh, What the Constitution Means to Me, um, and the West Hamil- Wing Special. Hamilton? Wala? Hamilton, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the West Wing Special and uh, the Fleabag Live. Mm. Nice. All right, and what about our, what are your biggest disappointments of the year? Is it Wonder Woman 1984? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting much, but <laughs> yeah, same. I wasn't really expecting that much, but still, diba? it and was then parang, still... yeah, whoa, what a fall from grace! <laughs> but it wasn't that bad. I just saw it, guys. I I just mm. saw it a few hours ago. Fresh. It was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you literally told us before we we recorded this show that. Doesn't she mind that he's having sex with some rando? <laughs> yeah, dude, these are my nitpicks, right? But as a whole, I didn't. I thought it would be like super terrible. Like I'd hate it, but I was like, I guess it's a good background watch. Yung grabe for me is I can't remember the last time a sequel really destroyed so much of the goodwill it had. Coming yeah, in. Yep. From from such a lead, it it grabe yung. It just parang, exploded on the runway. Parang ganon. Naging ano, second worst to Suicide Squad. Diba? Ganon na yung yeah. Where did Patty Jenkins go wrong? I think it's right, Jeff Johns. And I'm glad he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the writer. I think it's, well, because the writer is the Kevin, well, yeah, but I know, but, you know, let's just blame it on Jeff Johns because he's also the Kevin Feige of DC and now he is gone. But I think this was his, is this his first movie script eh? So imagine being no, like yeah, that. The first year was Wonder Woman. The first one. Uh, hindi ba yeah. ano? Hindi ba parang ano lang? Parang um, creative direction? Hindi, no. I think. Uh, are you direction. sure? Okay. Oh. Okay. No, no, so, no. no. Because uh, I, I remember thinking that's why that might be why it's one of the better DC films. Mm. But this? no, apparently. <laughs> no, no. The Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman first was, uh. was written by Johns. But yeah. I mean, kasi parang the, yeah, the last sequel I can remember dunking talaga its franchise was like speed 2 <laughs> considering think about it but the, the love for speed 1 and then yeah. speed 2 you can't even compare it to like Rise of Skywalker eh. yeah. there were parang wala nang pakialam oh, there, were, there were people who checked out na eh. so parang yeah. still ito talagang yeah. whoa yeah and and generous so, no. pa, because when I first saw it I remember just like thinking I can't even tell if it's bad it's just fucking bizarre. Yeah. Like even, to the yeah. point, even, diba? Kasi it was, parang even, even the fact that it was set in the 80s, parang they also embraced 80s cinema logic. 
And then fantasy, whatever, and even the 80s uh, the effects. Of, the 80s and, effects. And that's why, you know, Adrian Arcega from the Facebook group loves it, diba? Kasi parang Richard Donner feels, but no, guys, it's not! It's <laughs> 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 oh, oh, come on! Come on. And then for me, of course, the greatest sin was, ano, how can you have an 80s movie and not use 80s music? Parang, oh my gosh, on. that's exactly what Mong said. There's something wrong with the music here. Yeah, I mean in the trailer because they used the trailer, trailer, right? Um, yeah, New Order or was it was New Order? It might. I have think been. it was New Order. Yeah, and parang well, wait. so wala nang budget for an eighty soundtrack, right? Ano ba yan? No, or bakak Patty? It wasn't important to Patty Jenkins. Um, but for me, I think that, that my turning point was oh my god, the MacGuffin of this movie is literally a stone that makes your wishes come true. Yeah, which, when which the guy got the coffee, it's actually in the comics, pala, But it doesn't matter, eh, because it has to work cinematically, yeah. right? You're you're still you have to use the medium you're in. But I mean, so uh, right? At the first, at first, I was like generous, pala, like I, I can't tell if it's bad, if it's just so, it's just too weird for me. Mm-hmm. But the longer I thought about it, I just started thinking about no, no, it's really like so many things are wrong with it, just on logic. And right. characterization even, diba? Parang, she's, she's not even Wonder Woman for most of it. Eh. She's Diana Prince. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and it's not an interesting character. Kasi, diba, yung parang, yung naivete niya, yung innocence, mm-hmm. yung optimism, that was what was appealing in, in the first. And yeah. dito parang, parang, wala, check out na siya sa buhay. She diba? is as parang, interesting as cardboard in yeah, this pant, movie. Yeah, pantsuit life. And then, what they did naman with um, Kristen Wiig, who, Kristen Wiig has some genuine flashes of brilliance in acting. Yeah. Kasi yeah. may mga moments na, ayun no, pucha, kung ganun lang siya the whole time, hayo. <laughs> Kasi you, there may, may mga flickers siya eh, that her eyes would yeah. glimmer with talaga. And as a villain, not as a comedian or yes, anything. Yes, right? like, so parang, pero yung, yung comedic aspect, it was exactly, ano eh, the Selena Kyle of Batman Returns na, mm. oh, you know, I'm, I've got glasses, I must be ugly. Oh, here are my scattering papers. Parang, ginawa na yan as the secretary of Max Schreck, di ba? So parang, yeah. and then, yeah, and then, si, sayang din, at least Pedro Pascal looks like he's having fun, but he does not resemble at all the Maxwell Lord that Quark and I know. Yeah. Diba? Super. Why? What does he look like in the cartoons? Or, well, or in the comics? It's, it's, but it's not yeah. even that. It's the, it's the way he behaves. Eh. Yeah, well, parang like, ano, con artist na, but very charming. Uh, very, super you know, smarmy con artist. Pero likable talaga. Yeah. Hindi, so, yung, ma, hindi yung parang sad dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, think, I think that takes a cake. I don't Wait, have Ramon, any other... Please, please explain the rapiness. I love that comment of yours kanina. Well, yeah, so, yun nga, parang, uh, the more I would think about that super problematic, rapey aspect where <laughs> Steve Trevor returns magically, and then, but he has, he's inside the body of an existing person. First of all, what happens to the personality of the person that he's occupying? Secondly, why did you have to have him occupy a new body when later on, parang, missiles appear out of thin air? <laughs> So if if you can do things like that, thin air appearances, why do we have to have you know souls entering these yeah. bodies that happen? And, uh, and can we talk about how the you know, the 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 one Pinoy character wished his yeah. only wish was wished. more missiles for the Philippines? Yeah, isa pa yan, diba? But the but the whole rapiness aspect, kasi 
is you know of course may bangan so 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 Wonder Woman has sex with her beau who has who she wished back from the dead but it's another person's body it's so it's completely a violation so and weird. it's so yeah. disturbing that Patty Jenkins is one of the three credited screenwriters so yeah. parang I keep thinking None of the writers thought this was rapey. Yeah. None of the Warner Brothers DC executives <laughs> thought this was rapey. Did Gal Gadot and Chris Pine not bring this up when they were shooting the scene? Uh, you know, how about yeah. the cameraman or the grips or the <laughs> boom mic holder? Like, there, this went through so many... 80s, 80s logic. 80s yes. Logic. <laughs> and, in the 80s logic, 80s ignorance, 80s, in, mm. 80s lack of... Ano, exactly what I said. But it's the 80s that happened but, in the but, movies. But also, mm. like, if you reverse this gender-wise, if this was a Superman story, yeah. <laughs> and Lois Lane had died, and then she came back in another woman's body, and Clark Kent fucked that body, grab it, <laughs> I mean, no way this would have been, this would have, this never would have happened. <laughs> so I'm like, it's just so weird. Parang, syempre, there are doofuses that are like, well, who would object to being, you know, used With by Gal Gadot? It's like, <laughs> all right bro all right film bros <laughs> these are the same guys who like joker <laughs> I, didn't go, I didn't go that far oh, going back love. to 2019 are we 2020 <laughs> no that, that was 2019, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay yeah. and then yeah. even the armor you build up the armor so much and then Wala rin. Tina- Yun lang. Uh, she discarded. Sinira ng pusa. <laughs> yeah. Ano, and, basa, and then, of course, the, the invisible jet. Parang, oh my God, are they gonna, are they gonna do it? Are they oh, gonna do the invisible so jet? Sobrang pilot. <laughs> diba? I mean, uh, huh? Uh, you can make things invisible? Are, there, are these new powers? Well, here's hoping that for part three, which is already in pre-production. <laughs> I know. And right. here's, diba? So they announced that they're gonna fast track. A sequel, which is like, why? But also, <laughs> this is not a fast-track sequel. Tapos yan pa rin ang nangyari. And then you're gonna fast-track another one? Yeah. Um, what are uh, its Oscar chances? Because it has yeah. a Best Picture campaign going right And then all categories campaign. Uh, uh, Jesus know, it Christ. It might have a shot at effects just because nothing else is gonna campaign as hard. The effects were so bad. I know, but what else came out na yeah. is gonna campaign as hard as this one? Did you notice that they used the mall in you know, Stranger Things? Stranger Things <laughs> yeah. It did look familiar. It did look I familiar. Know, then it actually had a theater screening, right? I mean, yeah, it had yeah. a theater run. So actually, they'll go for awards then. Oh. Technical awards. It made wah, me wah, wish wah. Chris Pine was in the MCU. That para lang may future siya. Eh, he is yeah. naman eh. Chris yeah. Pine? Yeah. He is Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. And then and, uh, um, in uh, the, the Parker, the first Parker. Tunnel, yeah. Yeah. And they're hoping to bring him back, right? Yeah. Nice. Feeling but it's okay. not in physical <laughs> form. Uh-huh. Yeah. True, true. But what is this? I also thought that like, <laughs> never <laughs> come back to the DC, no? Last lang. It's like the lead of Marvel. Eh. Especially considering if you've seen what I've been reading about WandaVision. Parang wala na to. Oh, wala na. I haven't started now WandaVision eh. But let's yeah. see. It's, yeah. it's the act of confidence talaga. Yeah. Galing. <sighs> and I mean, that that's it, right? That's like the the disappointment. Uh, for me, 
all the other disappointments were kind of minor in the sense that, you know, a lot of my favorite directors came out with movies that I just liked, like Sofia Coppola and um, Mank. And, Mank. <laughs> and Charlie Kaufman for me. But um, yeah, Wonder Woman takes the cake, my friends. <laughs> Can I also add Man. biggest disappointment mm. for me was The Nest because I thought it would ah, be yeah, scarier. Yeah. <laughs> Medyo. Ako naman, I thought The Nest was a horror. But as a marriage melodrama, it, it, it never surprised me. It, yeah. it just went on its merry way without any wala, not, not, no no tricks basically. Just good good performances, but mm. it also felt like, you know, anyone Yeah, a lot of people it. are like, you know, parang spilling out all their love for the nest. Pero parang I, I bet these people did not wait nine years after ano, Martha Macy May Marlene. Because I did. <laughs> I waited for Sean Durkin's follow-up to... <laughs> and no. No, guys. Parang oh. it, it, it felt like, ano, parang yung driving force ni Dur- Durkin was like, hey, what if I make a melodrama but shoot it like a horror film? <laughs> and oh, that's literally the only thing that drove him uh, to make this yeah. movie. Yeah. And he forgot to give it texture, eh. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It was so isang flavor lang yung buong film. So parang it became mm. monotonous. I was I was fighting to stay awake. Mm-hmm. Except that the no Coon dancing scene. I love Carrie Coon so she much. She was so good though. <laughs> oh, let's oh. wrap things up. Let's talk about okay. what you guys are looking forward to in 2021. K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> Joke. Yeah, we we because we honestly don't know. The van moved na naman ang ano. <laughs> no time to die to October. Diba <laughs> may tweet na no? Parang no offense guys, but I guess there really is time to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Grabe, no? Tapos Dune. Oh my God. Yeah. So, Dune! Yeah. So, but, ano. Pero on the other hand, actually they did move up two months yung uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay. But and I'm not that, excited. Who's well, directing it, though? I don't know, but that one I might I actually know. try to go out of town for a theater <laughs> if they bring it here. <laughs> so I don't. I, I don't want to get my hopes up for for 2021. So I'll I'll just I'll, I'll just take whatever comes. <laughs> I am gonna do in Netflix only on Netflix. Shut <laughs> up, man! <laughs> I Max will kaya. wait. Uh, yeah. HBO Max. Onga pala Dune on HBO Max. I'm waiting, you know, for uh, paano ba maging porn star? <laughs> <laughs> On Viva Max, actually, next week. So, Viva Max? It. Who directed actually, it? Um, Daryl Yap, who's, you know, um, <laughs> who's always mentioned in our, in our Facebook group. <laughs> oh. One of the most yeah. mm, directors. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> We will see you guys next week. We don't know what's coming up. Maybe we'll have the, re- the like best the of the rest of the rest of the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, just to wrap things up, uh, don't forget to follow our Facebook group. It's uh, facebook.com slash group slash Enslate. And if you are a brand or a group who wants to collaborate with us, please email us at enslatepod at gmail.com. Charo! 